able to discern. And we got to be able to see when somebody's just grouchy, having a bad day. Amen. God's given us an opportunity to be the church, to be the body, to reach out, amen, unto them. Hallelujah. Because God, as Pastor said many times, God didn't just give us the Holy Ghost. Amen. To have the Holy Ghost and sit here and be saved me and my children. Thank God. My girls, my oldest two daughters have the Holy Ghost. I thank God for that. Amen. God has blessed me with that. Amen. But I'm telling you tonight, I don't want to be satisfied seeing this world lost. I want to see this world as God sees this world. Amen. I want to see those that are walking in this world as God sees them walking in this world. Amen. Amen. He came not to this world, amen, to to sit with those that were well and whole. Amen. But He came to heal the sick, the lame. Amen. Those that were hurting. He's the great physician. He was our example. Amen. He gave us His Spirit. Hallelujah. He gave us His Spirit to do His work on this earth. Hallelujah. I want to see revival. I want to have revival because I choose. Amen. Because I can choose. Amen. To give my life and give holy and completely and say, God, send somebody my way. God, send somebody hungry my way. Oh, Lord, you know what? You can bless me or not. But, God, I want to see somebody full of the Holy Ghost. I want to see somebody come in this place depressed and hurting. Hallelujah. And I want to be you to them. Hallelujah. That ought to be our desire every day that we wake up. We ought to desire to see see somebody and fulfill God's mission in our life. You know, sometimes I think we get... Uh, It's just human nature to begin to overlook, amen, people and the things. And it's easy to become self-centered, if you will, on our own lives, amen, and what we're doing and and our troubles and our problems. It's easy to do that, amen. But the the carnal mind is enmity, amen. It, it, It wars against, amen, our spirit. That's an important thing to understand because... You know what? Whenever we begin to think on our things, our life, our, our uh, struggles, our uh, whatever our situation might be, when we begin to put our thoughts on those, that begins to war against what God's wanting to do. Amen? Because here's how, here's how it happens. You go into the grocery store. I don't do that often. I, just, I get lost in the grocery store. I walk in and I don't know where I'm at. My wife has to show me how to get out of that place if I get too far to the back. But if you go into the grocery store or if you go wherever you go and you get busy and you do whatever you can, I'm telling you, God is looking and God is seeing and God is placing us. He's not you're not there just because you need bread. You may want bread. You might need bread, but God's got you there for more than just that. Amen. God positions us and places us, amen, in areas and places at specific times. Amen. There's times when he said he must needs go through such and such city. It was easier to go this direction. But Jesus said, you know what? No, I need to go through Samaria. I need to go a little bit different direction because there's somebody in Samaria, amen, that needs to hear from me. There's a lady there, amen, that needs to know that I love her. There's a lady there that needs to know that there's something out there that's real that they can cling to. Amen. There's something somewhere. Amen. Don't get upset and get all all in a tizzy, amen, when your routine gets messed up. Hallelujah. we got to get out of our routine. Anybody got a routine? Live and die by the routine? 
Amen. I messed my wife's routine up the other day. Oh, I did. I get up 4.30, she gets up 6.30. Somehow, I don't know how it happened, but I set up for 6.30, and last night we were talking about how I, well, the alarm didn't go off. <laughs> Some reason, the alarm just didn't go off this morning. She happened to wake up at 7 on her own, thank God. But last night we were waiting on company to show up, and all of a sudden we hear the alarm. <laughs> My wife's routine was messed up. She was in a hurry, and you know what? Could easily have been frustrated and, and, and upset by that. Thank God she wasn't that upset by that. But I'm telling you, I'm, I, want, I, I want God to let me see this world. I want to see people saved. I want to see revival. I don't, I don't want someone in my life to be an inconvenience. Amen? I don't want revival to inconvenience the church. Amen? I don't want revival to say, oh, I've got to go and I've got to talk to new people. I've got to go out. I can't go and, and do this and this. I usually go and I get on my iPhone after church. Amen? i got to talk to a person. i tell you what. Young people know I'm picking on them. we got our things. we got our stuff. we got the things in our life that we enjoy. But I'm telling you, we need to have relationships with people. Amen? I'm not saying those things are wrong, but I'm saying we need to have a relationship with with people who need God. Amen. Because that's revival. We can't have revival unless we meet new people. Amen. Unless we talk to people about God. Unless they, we talk to sinners. Amen. It's good to, it's not good to, to go into the, where they're do, they, doing the things they're doing. And, you know, it, but I'm telling you, we need to get outside of the box of this is an exclusive club that we come to on Sundays. And, and if you try to get in the club, we're going to, Bar the door. I'm telling you, I want. We got to have revival. Our mentality of revival's got to change, Amen. Because we got to give our free nights up for home Bible studies, Amen. We got to realize that our free time is the time God's given us to talk to somebody about Him, Amen. Because you think about it, you know we're busy all week, but oh, this is my night. It's enmity. It's enmity against what God's trying to do. It's at war with what God is trying to do. Amen. The things, the little things, the the little things that the, is in our life that we get there, that we put there, where we are not going to. Oh, I'm not doing this, or I'm not going to this place, or I'm not giving up this time. Amen. It's enmity. It's at war. Amen. With what God's trying to do. Amen. I'm telling you this that God is calling this world. Amen. Because the world is coming to an end. Amen. We believe that there's a rapture. God is coming back for His church. Amen. Do you believe that tonight? He said, I'm coming back. Amen. He, he's going to split the sky wide open someday. And in the moment of a twinkling of an eye, God is coming back in the clouds. Amen. The dead in Christ shall rise first. Amen. And those that are, that are alive and remain, they're going to be caught up. Amen. I was talking to Brother Carstel about his accident that he had had a while ago, and I didn't know a whole lot about it, but... He was, he was talking to me about it, and he said, you know, you, it's one of those things where you think you're going to have time. You think you're going to have that next moment to just get out of the way. A car apparently crossed the median and into his car. He said, brother, you think, you, you know, you always say, oh, I'll have time to get out of the way. He said, you know what? I didn't have a moment. That's a scary thought tonight. We may not have a moment. Amen. 
Are we ready when God comes? Hallelujah. God is calling you tonight. God is calling you tonight more than He has in a long time. Amen. Let God reach out to you and hear His voice tonight. Amen. God is saying, you know what? You need to either renew yourself in me. Renew your life in me. Amen. Amen. Many are called, but few are chosen. Amen. You know, this isn't God's way of picking the best of the best. You know, this isn't like a playground game of kickball. You know how that used to go, right? I'll let you know how it how it how it happened for a short, fat, red-headed kid. I'm not naming names, but I'm going to tell you how it was for one of those kids in particular. We didn't get picked first because we weren't the fastest, we weren't the best, we weren't the most popular. That's not how God picks. Amen. You know. I, He's not saying, you know what, I, many, I'm going to call lots of folks, but I'm only going to choose a certain, certain ones with certain abilities. That's not God's plan. That's not how God works and how God operates. Amen. He says, many are called, but few are chosen. If that's the case, amen, I want to be one of the chosen ones. Amen, don't you? Amen. I want to be a chosen vessel of God. Amen. I want to know that, I, I want to know that, that He has called me and that He has chosen me. Amen. That I am chosen. I don't want to walk away. Amen. If for one moment, for one instance, I've thought I've fallen away or I've not been chosen, my election is not sure. Hallelujah. The Bible says we must participate. Amen. We've got to participate in this. Amen. In Second Peter chapter 1 and verse 10, we've got to put some kind of effort into this. It says, Wherefore the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. Amen. He says, You give diligence. You know, that word diligence isn't just a, you know, come to church on Sunday. How is that going to change my life? Brother Merriman, you don't understand. I need more than just coming into the doors. I need more than just, you know, my life is in turmoil. And I, I need more. I need more than just coming in and singing a few songs. Amen. I need more than just sitting here and hearing the pastor say uh, uh, some good words and, and going about and walking out the door and the devil meeting me at the door because all I've done is walk in. No, it says you got to give diligence. You, we, me, we have to give diligence. We've got to strive and put forth the effort. We've got to do something. We've got to be hungry for more than what our life has given us right now. We've got to be hungry. Amen. The Bible says, God said, They that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. Amen. Jesus didn't say, if you come and you're, you're good enough. He didn't say, if you come to church and I find you good enough. That's not the qualification for being chosen. Amen. That's not what Jesus said. Amen. He didn't say if you come in and you don't have any problems, and, 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 and you know, and, 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 and we'll check you out, we'll let you stay. That's not God's plan. That's not how you're chosen. Amen. God said if you hunger and you thirst. Have you ever been hungry? I've been hungry. I've been very hungry. Amen. Recently, we, we, uh, we've we been on a fast. We did a church church fast. And so we understand what it means to be hungry. Right? 
And during this fast, I know we've talked and joked about it, but you know, you you're getting the you know, you're at the counter and and what little package of crackers before didn't didn't look that great. But I haven't eaten. <laughs> I'm hungry. The kids get to eat. <laughs> the kids are eating. <laughs> I'm starving. <laughs> Just one cracker, Lydia. I won't tell mom. <laughs> hunger. We got to have a spiritual hunger. Amen. I want to be chosen. I want to be chosen. Hunger makes you desire. There's a desire to... I I, I wanted to... I mean, everything that I saw looked good. I wanted to eat. Amen. That was my flesh crying out for food. But I'm telling you what. If my spirit were the same way, how would I live for God? How would I seek after God? How would I search God when I came to church? God, here I am to worship. Here I am to praise you. Here I am, God, to bow down. Oh, God, here I am, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. If I was hungry in my spirit, hallelujah, if I was hungry, hey man, this world is hungry. Hallelujah. Oh God, I feel the Holy Ghost tonight. This world is hungry. Amen. You know, a lot of times they don't understand what are, they're just seeking. You've met people. I've met people like this. They've been to this church and to that church and to this, this place and to that place. What I said in the beginning is this. is where God fills your soul. Hallelujah. God will fill your soul with the Holy Ghost. Amen. If you're hungry, that's how you get chosen. If you're hungry for truth. If you're hungry for righteousness. If you're hungering and thirsting after the things of God. I don't know, God, what it is. All I need is you. I don't know what else. I don't understand it all. I don't know what's going on in my life. But God, I need you. God, I need you tonight. I can't leave this place until my calling and my election is sure. I want to know that it is sure tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Why don't we lift our hands tonight? God, let our calling and our election be sure. God, we need to know, Lord, that your mark is upon us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, God. My God, my God. Hallelujah. Jesus in your name, Jesus. Amen. You know, we can come to God. And God will allow us. To walk away. Amen. If you're not hungry enough, God will allow you to walk away from Him. Amen. This is a volunteer. This is a volunteer thing. How bad do we need Him? And how bad do you want Him? Amen. In Matthew, there was a man who came asking, how do I find eternal life? There was a man that wanted to know, but he wasn't hungry. Amen. He didn't really want to do what it took. Amen. To find salvation. Hallelujah. In Matthew chapter 19. Amen. Verse 16 through 22. It says, And behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? And he said unto him, why, why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. But if thou wilt enter into life, 
keep the commandments. He saith unto him, which commandments is, is what this man is asking. Which commandments? He's curious. And Jesus said, thou shalt do no murder. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Honor thy father and thy mother. And thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Amen. Noble. That's the law. The law said these are the things you must do. You know, and a lot of times I think we are, uh, we are following to the T the letter of the law. Amen. I think we follow the law. We do what we're supposed to do. We make, uh, we, we, we're involved in what we're supposed to be involved in. And, and we look the way that we feel we're supposed to look. And, and we, we do the things, amen, that we think we are supposed to do. Amen. But I'm telling you tonight, we're not hungry if that's all we're doing. Amen. We're not hungry if that's all we're doing. Because this man answers and says, The young man saith unto him, All these things have I kept from my youth up. Amen. What do I lack? He says, I've done it all. I've got it all together. If you look at somebody tonight, amen. When you look at my life, don't look at me as though I've got it all together. Don't look at this church don't look at the individuals and say, well, their life is perfect. Their kids are such and such, and, and they dress this way, and they've got it all to... You know what? You don't understand many times what's laying underneath, amen, the outside and exterior, amen, of what we've got on, our facial expressions, amen. Too many times we're able to hide ourselves underneath a pretty exterior, amen, and un underneath and inside, amen, our spirit's crying out because we know there's something just ain't right. We just know that we're, our heart's not right with God, amen. We just know and understand, amen, but the whole time God's saying, just let go, amen. Don't worry about the outside. Don't worry about what's happening on the outside, amen. Just let the world know, let me know that you're hungry. Hallelujah, so I can fill you. Amen. Jesus, He responded to this man. He said, I've done it all. I've got it all laid out and I've got it all lined up. But Jesus, in verse 21 says, Jesus said unto him, If thou will be perfect, this is how. It says, Go and sell that thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come follow me. Amen. Verse 22 says, But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Carnal mind is enmity against God. Amen. What isn't worth giving up tonight? Eternal life. Oh God, eternal life. That, that's what that means is going to heaven or not going to heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. This man was given an option. He said, God, or Jesus told him, he said, sell it all and give your life to me and follow after me. Are you willing tonight to give it all up? Are you willing to lay down your life? Because the calling, God is calling tonight. God is calling tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says, amen. How are they going to hear except this, they hear from a preacher? Amen. I'm telling you tonight, God is calling. Amen. Uh, uh, God, speak tonight because 
He is calling somebody. He is calling you tonight. Amen. He is calling this church tonight. Amen. To become just a little more spiritual. Just a little closer to Him. Amen. To lay down all of our life. Amen. The only thing that can come against the Spirit of God. The only weapon that can come against is the carnality of our mind. Of my mind. The carnality that says, you know what? I've got too many possessions. I can't give it all up for God. I can't give it up. Amen. I can't give up what what I have acquired. I can't give up my uh, the things that I do and the places that I go and the, the associations. I can't give it up for God. It's not worth it to me. I'm not hungry enough. Brother Merriman, I'm not hungry enough to really, really sell out to God. I'm not really at that point in my life where I'm really to give it, ready to give it up. Amen. But I'm telling you tonight, are you calling in your election? Sure. Amen. Are you sure that you're really ready? Because Jesus said, are you willing to lay it all down? That's how it be perfect. And that's how you attain everlasting life. That's how we get to heaven is when you give your life to God. Amen. You give everything in your life to Him. You put it all down at the altar. Hallelujah. Amen. I think this world is too possession-minded and possession-oriented. Amen. They're too uh, stuck on themselves. Amen. Hallelujah. To come find a place at an altar. Amen. I remember as a child growing up, hearing a preacher preach. Amen. And you know how God gets a hold of people? God gets a hold of people through a thing called conviction. Amen. That's something you don't hear a whole lot about, really, anymore. Is conviction. Is when God does something inside of here. When you hear this word preached, when you hear the word of God preached, when you hear the word of God, someone speaks the word of truth to you. Amen? And your heart feels a sting that says, "I, my life is contrary to what, the word just said. There's power. God uses the power of conviction. He's not gonna, He's gonna let you walk away if you choose to walk away. Amen. Hallelujah. If, if the musicians would come, I'm, I'm actually about to wrap this up here in just a moment. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you tonight, God, He said that we are a chosen generation. Amen. He said that in 1 Peter 2 and 9 says, But you're a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. He's, the Bible says that we are a chosen generation. There's something different about us. Amen. We have some, we have some way of assuring and knowing that we have been chosen. Hallelujah. God has sent out a message. Hallelujah. Of repentance. Amen. He said, He said, I'm going to come unto you. Hallelujah. If you don't have my spirit, it's that spirit, amen, that inside of you that will quicken your mortal body. Amen. You must have the spirit inside of you. Hallelujah. You've got to have his spirit inside of you. Hallelujah. We've got to have the Holy Ghost. 
You've got to have the Holy Ghost, amen. That's how you know and are assured, amen, to make your calling and your election sure. Amen. I'm telling you what, in Acts chapter 2, when the Holy Ghost fell, amen, upon the apostles, the disciples, there were about 120 in the upper room, amen, Jesus said, Go and tarry ye until ye be endued with power from on high. And they waited, and they waited, and they waited, and they spent days and upon days, amen, waiting upon the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And then on the day of Pentecost, amen. Oh, what an experience that was. How powerful that was. Because that was when they received, amen, the promise, the comforter. Amen, the power of God that's going to quicken their mortal bodies. Amen. And they were given that spirit. Amen. And they begin, amen, to, they receive the Holy Ghost, the Bible says. And they begin to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what the Bible says tonight. Amen. They were saved. Amen. When they received the Holy Ghost. Amen. And they began to speak in other tongues. Hallelujah. You know how I know that Peter understood that that's what it was going to take. Amen. If you want to know how it, what it takes to be saved. If you want to understand. Amen. Tonight. Are we saved tonight? Amen. Do we preach Acts 2.38 here? Hallelujah. Do you believe that's the only way? Do you believe that's the way tonight? Do you believe Acts 2.38 experience is the only way? Hallelujah. I'm telling you tonight, Peter, he sent out God's call. He sent out God's message. Peter began to preach about Jesus Christ, who Jesus Christ was. Hallelujah. And those that were around, those that were standing there, and those that were hearing Peter, Peter preached that Jesus Christ he was both you. He, God made him both Lord and Christ. He was the Messiah. He was the chosen one. And you, you all had killed him. Hallelujah. And it was a message of conviction. It gripped their hearts. And they understood at that very moment that they were lost. Oh, I'm telling you tonight. Hallelujah. To be at a place and understand that you need God. Amen. Are you hungry enough to go the next step? Are you hungry enough to go? Amen. Let's stand together. Amen. Tonight. Acts chapter 2 and 36. The crowd. The Bible says. Now when they. I'm sorry. Acts chapter 2 and verse 37. Now when they heard this. They were pricked in the heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Oh, they were hungry. I'm telling you, they were hungry that day. There was something in them they realized. My spirit is empty. My spirit is empty. They were murderers. They cried, crucify Jesus. They said, give us Barabbas, but crucify Jesus. They had nothing worth coming to Him to be chosen of God. There was nothing within them that, that deemed them worthy. Oh, I'm telling you, there was nothing that deemed them worthy of coming and receiving salvation. Oh, but they asked Peter, what shall we do? Because they understood. Oh, there's got to be, is there anything that we can do? Oh, Peter, you, what do we do? I don't know, I, 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 I can't live and I can't go another moment without knowing what I need to do. And Peter answered them. He said, unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as our Lord, our God, shall 
call. Verse 39. God is calling to whomever. Amen. Amen. If we would play softly tonight. Amen. I'm asking you tonight. Do you want to make your calling an election sure? Amen. I'm telling you, I, 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 want, I want to make sure that my spirit, amen, that, that my carnal mind isn't... I, I want to get rid of the things. You know what? It's easy sometimes for that to happen. You know what? The only cure for a carnal mind, or the only cure for a mind that says, I'm not willing to give it all up, the cure for that tonight is right up front here. Amen. It's a place where you can find God. A place of conviction. A place where God will meet you at your point of your need. Amen. And that message where you repent. I mean, I'm telling you tonight. That's what you need tonight. If you're hungry. If you're hungry enough. Amen. Hallelujah. The altars are open. Amen. I'm telling you tonight. Let's make sure. Let's make sure that our, our calling in election is sure. God is calling you tonight. And I'm pointing at every single one of us in here tonight. God is calling you tonight. Hallelujah. Tonight you can walk away full of the Holy Ghost, knowing assuredly that when God comes, you're going to be ready. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, oh tonight we need to get a hold of God. Hallelujah. Let's cry out to Him. Jesus, I want to hear you tonight. Lord, I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah.